Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. about Tuesdays, it takes a bow and a Beth to bring in a Brett for the 9 o'clock hour. And not just Brett Jensen, not just breaking Brett Jensen, but fresh off a Super Bowl vacation, Brett Jensen. In fact, uh, we were the first uh, people you've talked to since you've been back here here on the air, right? Uh, I, I did Winter Bowl yesterday. We're the second people that you've talked to since yeah. you've been back. Yeah, but he, he didn't ask a lot about the Super Bowl. So yeah, we'll be, this will be the first time we've actually discussed it. Well, w- welcome yeah. back. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. You were saying last week that uh, you've been a lot of places, done a lot of things, but have not checked off the bucket list next to Super Bowl yet. Yeah, and so now the only thing left is the British Open and Millionaires Row at the Kentucky Derby. Uh, oh, can I go with you to that? That's, I, those are the only two things. I will, I will, I will don a hat just for you and maybe a gingham dress. Yeah, you would have to have a hat. I think those are required. I think it is required at this point. Yeah. And you have to go from person to person and say, do you like my hat? I like that hat. Do you like my hat? No. Uh, <laughs> people who have uh, kids just and flash back to uh, Go Dog Go. Drink mint juleps. Yes. Oh, in abundance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of gambling. So what? So uh, you you checked this off. I just spoke very loudly just then. Um, you checked this off of your bucket list. Was it everything that you hoped that a Super Bowl would be? The the game. Well, thank goodness the game was incredible and exciting until the very last play of the game. Um, but it was almost anticlimactic from all the events that were taking place in Scottsdale and Phoenix and Tempe and Glendale and Mesa all around Phoenix the entire week. I mean, it was just nonstop. Everywhere you turned around, there were celebrities. And, I mean, I ran into celebrities at the airport. All right, most famous celebrity that you hobnobbed with? Uh, that I actually hobnobbed with. What does hobnobbing mean? That you actually hung out with them? In your, is that what hobnobbing? Would yeah. that be hobnobbing? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love it. Um, no, so well, no, there was there, there was I mean there was there was quite a few that I spoke to for I don't know like five ten minutes if you consider that hobnobbing, um, but like Mackenzie Hughes, I he's a PJ golfer like he's a, he's like the fiftieth he's the fiftieth ranked player in the world, and I didn't know this I had no idea he lives down in Ballantyne. Oh, well, that's and cool. we hung out for a while. And oh, that's him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, and. Hung out with him. Had it. He's like, my kid's five years old. They're getting ready to start Charlotte Latin, and like, like we just had a nice long conversation, and that was really. And I had That's no lovely. idea. Yeah, and you know, and so we had a nice time talking with him, and then a lot of uh, some famous people off of ESPN and Sports Center. I talked to Steve Levy for God a very long time, um, smoking cigars with him, and then 
A lot of ex-NFL players. There were a couple of celebrities that I ran into at the airport. Did you run into Adele? I did not. Uh, because she and her uh, boy, are, boy toy, are on different levels. Her boyfriend. Who's her boyfriend? I don't know. Her boyfriend is LeBron James's agent. Oh. And has, they've been dating for... Since her divorce? Yeah. Yeah. And they've been at least a year, maybe two years now, a year and a half. And they're at a whole different level stratosphere. Yeah, they, they don't hang out with those commoners. Um, so, no, I did not see Adele. Okay. I don't even know when she got into town. Uh, but, yeah, the, but there were a few celebrities that I ran into that I saw, like, at the airport. And I actually spoke to one of them. So I was like, oh, hey, because we were going through the security line right at the exact same time. They were right in front of me. I was like, oh, wait, I know who you are. Oh, okay. Hey, how's it going? Best thing that you did that was not going, to, not the game itself. But you were there for, what, three, four days? Yeah, I got in Wednesday. So what was um, so, the highlight of the trip outside of the game? Um, second night, Thursday night. I mean, the golf was, like, my favorite thing. I loved the golf thing out there. The, the craziest golf tournament in the world. Um, that was outstanding. You know, got into the suites at 16, 17, and 18, which are extremely difficult to get into. Now, the Waste Management Open, which is what it is. Why do people say, I know to a degree, but everybody listening may not understand, what, what separates this, what makes it uh, so unique from all the other ones? Because it's more like a football game. There's never the there, there's never quiet. There's in the in the suites surrounding that. There's loud like thumping dance music nonstop. Just it's like a it's almost I mean I would say disco from 1970, but that's almost like it's Studio 54 almost. But and the, it's go- cheering. But they the golfers cheer. don't expect you. The, the golfers don't no, expect everybody no, to be quiet. No, they know what they're in for when they go there. And let's put this in perspective. At Quail Hollow, at Wells Fargo, at the tournament, at the PGA Championship, on the busiest day, there might be 35,000 people most at the golf tournament here. Like, they cap the tickets. On Friday and Saturday, each day, there were 220,000 people. Mm. It's I, I used to live there. I, I went to the Waste Management Open um, a couple of times, and it, it's like a... Uh, it's like a fraternity party. It is. It's a frat party. And and they, everywhere. And when the golfers hit, it is it is like you are listening to an NFL game, or or it's not the like pip pip good shot. Not no, no, no. <laughs> pip, pip pip good shot. It's not like oh. no, it's not. The hushed voices. So the famous hole, the, one of the most famous holes in the entire world, is number sixteen, where this there's a stadium built around this entire par three. It's like 140 yards long. An entire stadium built all the way around it, and it never stops being quiet or being loud. And most people aren't even watching. But those who are, if the golfer hits the shot and it does not land and stay on the green, they get booed. Yeah. Like you've got just on that one hole is Mm -hmm. 20,000 people. There's, think about that 20,000 on just one hole, and they're yelling and booing, and it's, it's, it's insane, and it's absolutely fantastic, and all the golfers love it, and they know what they're in for when they go there, and they know not to expect quiet, like Beth said, and, you know. Well, I have a question yeah. about that when we come back, and we've got more to talk about, not just the trip, but things that happened while you were on the trip and things that happened today. Good morning, PT. Don't wear 
headphones. Can you, you yeah, hear I these? can hear it. No, okay. I heard every bit of it. I can still hear. What should be familiar then? Does it sound familiar to you? Oh, is it that girl that I saw? <laughs> What's her name? Well, Laney? Girl from Yellowstone hey. is how I know her. Something Laney? So, uh, so Jensen tweets, first tweet I saw from your trip out west. Yeah. So I'm now at a country concert with backstage passes, and I've never heard of any of these people, though Laney Wilson sounds somewhat familiar. In case you can't tell, I'm not a country music person. This yeah. is the uh, the biggest hit going by Laney Wilson right now, Heart Like a Truck. So yeah. you should have heard this last week. I, I, they all sound the same. Um, <laughs> they really do. I but just love it. I'm backstage. I have no no idea who these I had people no, are. I truly had no idea who they were. We walked up and there was the big marquee, and I'm like, are any of these people famous? Like, I, I don't know. Like, there had been some really big bands there. The exact same venues, like Chainsmokers, Maroon Five. Like, there was some Maroon Five was there. Oh yeah, yeah, they were there, and like there was a lot of big time acts going on the whole week. And try what's this? Is Chris Lane, I think, is the guy's name? Uh, it's uh, Chris Lane, yeah. Dustin Lynch, okay. and Laney Wilson. So I didn't know this, but somebody told me that Chris Lane actually played. He's got like a hit song or two, like apparently, on the countryside. But apparently, but I didn't know this. He played baseball at UNC Charlotte. I did not know that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't. I had no idea. Did you talk to him backstage? No. And say, hey, I'm from Charlotte. No, I didn't. No, because I, I didn't know that until I got home. But uh, no, I didn't uh, talk to any of them. None of them. Because I was like. So what'd you do backstage? Just like go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, hung out, talked to talked to a lot of people, and uh, did a lot of vodka tonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did did some bourbons. Did some did some uh, rums. I've never heard anybody talk about drinking bourbon. I did some bourbons. I did some vodka. Yeah, because it was more than one brand. So but, yeah. but, 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 nothing else backstage. You no, just, I just hung know. out and like talked to people. I was like, okay, I, I, I <laughs> it, it means nothing. It would be like hanging out backstage at an opera house for people who loathe opera. Like, if, if, if Brett Jensen were a noise, the noise would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was like it was all right. It was all right. I was like, I, I, I really wasn't trying to pay attention. The crowd, there was the crowd was massive. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, this is this is Dustin Lynch. Does this sound familiar? No, actually, it does not because we left before he sang. Ah, okay. Because the tweet was this. So I'm now at a country concert with yep. backstage passes, yep. and I've never heard of any of these people. The real question is, had any of those people heard of you? I sincerely doubt it. <laughs> and if they had, it means their life is sad. So. Oh, my. Look, that's you're, not sad. You're a big deal. <laughs> you're breaking Brett Jensen, man. So, no, but I mean... The time was fine. It was just like you, you try to block out the music, and you just hang out and talk to friends and people. You go to a concert and try to block out the music? A concert that you know nothing about that generally makes you break break out in hives? All right, what's a concert where you've been recently that you wanted to listen? Uh, the only concert I've been to prior to that one, the last one, was Rolling Stones. Okay, well, that's fair. I mean, it's... I'm not the world's biggest. So you weren't doing bourbons there. Uh, there was some no, guy. I was doing what Mick was I Jagger, doing? Jagger. I'm not. No, I was doing not beer. Not familiar with him. Yeah. But, uh, I was doing beer. I was, I was trying to block there. out the singing. <laughs> no, not there. But country music, I, I tend to break out hives. My ears start bleeding. Why? Like it's a whole thing. It's a delight. They, they literally all sound the same. No. They all got you know a fake twang. No. Did you so, listen to the national anthem? <gasps> I did. Oh. How could you not? That's what I'm saying. It's yes. so good. Yeah. Chris Stapleton. I, I, I mean, that's that's country music there, Brett. Yep. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. I mean, it was fine. It was. No, it was, I'm sorry. It was good. To, use, to, 
to uh, correctly use the word that I like, this was better than fine. Uh-huh. Okay, no, it was, it was good. It was fantastic. It was good. Yeah, but, I mean. Well, hang on, hang on. Okay, thanks. Mm. So, it's the guitar and his just gritty soul. I had never heard of Chris Stapleton until... If you say the Super Bowl, I'm no. going to be mad at you. No, it, was, it was about a year ago. A year, like he could have walked through this room, and I wouldn't have known who he is. Well, that's probably. Oh, I, I don't know. I beg to differ. He doesn't look like anybody in this. No, room. I, don't know what, I don't know what any country people look like. I don't know what Jason Aldean or any of these people look like. But um, if I, Carrie Underwood walked into this room. Yeah, only because she was on an Idol, and only because she's married to an NHL hockey player. But there. Um, Not because she has. Like every number one country hit. Honestly, 100% no. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, you, like, if we just start going through operatic songs. Like, I don't listen to opera, but I listen to as much opera as I do country music, which is 0.0. Like, I don't know these people. Okay, well, at least let this finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw no. him. Was, no, the cool thing is, listen very closely. You contributed to that noise at the end. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> did I? Not that part. Did I contribute? You were. You, you were there. You were cheering. You don't cheer you were, after the national anthem. No. Oh, I do. It's like you. It's like it's. Beth, there, but there's a big difference. There's a big difference. A, you don't do that in the press box. Why? You do not clap in the press box. Why? There's no cheering in the press box. Why? <laughs> Rules. That's obviously Unbi- this whole unbiased thing. I don't know if you've heard of it in the newsroom. <laughs> but it's the national anthem. Doesn't I don't matter. think it's bias if you're nope. applauding for the national anthem. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no applauding. And I can tell you that. And I'm here to break rules. And I've been what? And I've heard what? Some 3,500 national anthems at sporting events. Again, the sound. If Brett Jensen were a noise, we're, we're, just, we're breaking uh, the rules. We're way past time <laughs> that we should have handed this over to Jeff Atkinson. So let's do that. In the Atkinson, Atkinson is a rule breaker. <laughs> All right, guys. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. News Talk 1110 WBT, February 14th. Valentine's Day, 2023. Coming up before we get out of here, dating tips from Brett Jensen. Okay. I like this. I like this. Pondering this question, would you go on a first date on Valentine's Day? Ponder. Ponder. You don't have to answer that now. Or you can answer it now. I, I can. Oh. Okay. Have you? A first date of Valentine's Day mm-hmm. once. I have once. Uh, actually, yes, as a matter of fact. And she and I are still friends to this day, actually. Are you um, are you getting Valentine's stuff for a specific person this year? Um, well, Maggie's got her heart bandana on. <laughs> uh, we had an over-under on uh, 
on whether or not you spent Valentine's Day with Maggie. Well, I just essentially asked you on air if uh, if we would uh, be able to do a, a few uh, Brett Jensen choice dating tips. Let's and do it. Sound like your game. Let's go. All right, we're going to do that coming up at 9.50. 9.50, Valentine's Day dating tips with Charlotte's most eligible bachelor, Brett Jensen. And here's the theory on that. Well, Brett, <laughs> what, what, what do you know about dating? You've never been married. Exactly. I know he does a lot of first dates. I know a that lot. is about. Wait a minute, that's about the most Brett Jensen perfect answer I could ever imagine. Yeah, because as I was saying earlier, I was John Moore and I were talking off the air. I said, you know, I never, I never dated as an adult. I, I met my wife to be when I was in college, and so I never was out in the dating scene, and I'm way far away from dating apps. But actually, Brett Jensen knows more about dating than just about anybody in Charlotte because he's been on more of them than just about anybody. There's probably a lot of truth in that statement. And the other thing is, is though, like when you're married, you know the idiosyncrasies and the personalities of one specific person, not a wide range of personalities, not a wide range of experiences where you've got all these different types of things going on. You know one specific person better than anyone else and one specific how to handle or deal with that person on a daily basis and an hourly basis as opposed to a wide variety. What's the longest relationship you've ever had? Seven years. Seven years. How long ago was that? Did you get the seven-year itch? No. (laughs) it It was more like about... 18 months. Seven consecutive years? Yeah, it was. It was. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. Seven years. Wait, and you were ready to get out at 18 months, but you stuck around for seven years? Yeah. What was that about? Because every time I felt like I was going to break up with her, it always felt like it was around Christmas, Valentine's, or her birthday. And I was like, I can't do that. And so then I was creating road trips just to get out of the house. And like, oh, I'll go cover that. I'll go to to Utah for like five days. I'll go there. Uh, I'll go to Florida for work. Okay. I'll volunteer. That was me. So, yeah. Um, and then had another relationship for five years. Seven and five. Yeah. Yeah. And then did you think three, either three. Of, Did you think either of them might be the one? No, I knew immediately. Um, that they weren't? Immediately, but yeah, you I, stuck well, not, around. Not immediately. Oh, I knew, oh. not immediately. Not Wait, immediately. You knew immediately yes or no? That th- no, I knew I knew really fast, really fast, they were not the one. Like, okay. I, knew, I knew really fast. So wait a minute. You knew immediately that a seven-year relationship was not the one? Within months. So you I just kind of went through the motions months. or what? No, I mean, I liked being out with her and everything, but and it was also the fact that they weren't um, – they knew I was traveling all the time, which always made it difficult. So that was an that was a good thing. Like it's like okay, if I'm gone 175 days a year, you know, it was it was a lot of people can't deal with that. So it was nice to have that relationship when I came home, and then it just got to be like I didn't want to be home because of the relationship. And so um, I, I just I never wanted to hurt anyone's feelings. Like that was my biggest problem in terms of relationships. If you're a politician, I don't care if I hurt your feelings, but in terms of relationships, <laughs> relationships. Now, yeah. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be totally honest here yeah. about this. Yeah. Last week after the show ended, <laughs> Brett and Beth got into a conversation, and oh, I was basically just kind of over here acting like I was doing something else, but I was listening. Hmm. I was listening. Oh, I know. And, <laughs> and Brett was dif- dispensing advice. To, you know, in a generic oh. sense, not that Beth's asking for advice, but Beth was just curious, like I am, about what 
What makes Brett tick as the modern man yeah, out there you really looking don't want to for go, love? You don't really don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But, we'll be but, here for hours. Well, I, I heard the rabbit hole after the show was over, and I said, <laughs> somehow some of this that's able to be on the air needs to be on the air. And then I cried myself to sleep. You probably <laughs> did. You, Beth, this is, all, this is very true. This is a direct quote from Beth Trout. Direct quote. This was at 1030, 1040 in the morning. I need to go find a bar. <laughs> Now, wait, a little that thing. That was a direct quote. <laughs> very important, I need to go find a bar. Very important thing that you just said, because I said this happened after the air. You just said at 1040, <laughs> which means she listened to 40 minutes of this. Yeah. Which I, was the reason for the quote, yes. I might like, need to I, find I, I a gotta bar. I got to go find a bar. And I could be perfectly honest with you. This is, this is all, like all coming out on air, which is, I think, the best type of radio. Mm-hmm. That this is a Beth Troutman, as God is my witness, I swear on Maggie's life. I went home. Last week, Tuesday, and I felt bad all day. For what you said to me? Yeah. I, and, and it well, wasn't like. Because I, w- I felt bad all day, too. But, but it wasn't like I was saying it to you or about you. I was just explaining things yeah. out there. Like, so it's not like I was like going after you. I don't well, want people I, I to think that. that. When we that. come back, what actually made Brett Jensen remorseful for I, the entire day that he said well, to Beth? Because some of it is going to rematerialize in tips to the general public. Dating tips, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nothing says love. <laughs> Nothing says love. Like 940, Brett Jensen. 943 on WBT. WBT. You know, when I said we were going to do dating tips with Brett Jensen, I kind of half half thought you would say, oh, no, I'm not doing that. But you uh, you sort of embraced it right from the get-go. Oh, yeah, no. I used to do that back in the day, Bo. Well, wait, wait, wait. No turning back now. No, no, no. no back no. in the day, he used to do a dating <laughs> advice show. I, I do. No, I seriously. I know, but I, I don't right care about... Right here on this station. I don't care about that. I care about now. No. All right? Oh, I'm All good. Right? We were taking calls from Chicago, no, Atlanta, No everywhere. turning back now. No, We I'm have in. 10 minutes of real estate here, I give or take. In. And uh, we're going to, I mean, this is, uh, you know, you've heard the McCrory Top 5. This is Brett Jensen's Valentine's Day tips for those looking for dates. Or even if you've, even if you're already off the market, but you you just want to know how he does it. Or I can tell you what to do if you are off the market and how to, what to do with your partner. Best way to celebrate (laughs) Valentine's Day. Best way to celebrate Valentine's Day. Okay, wait a minute. How many do we have? We got a f- couple for for guys. Wait a minute, total, two or how many? Um, you got about two you got or about three. six minutes. Yeah, right. that's fine. All two right. or three. So rule number one. All right, rule, rule number one for guys, and I'm being sincere when I say this. So this is not a joke. Guys put the least amount of effort into Valentine's Day. A lot of times they go, they like they're buying flowers at Harris Teeter on their way home, right? And they're like, oh, let me get a box of candy, whatever. They just don't try, even if they've been married for five years or 25 years. If you're married, you should know what your wife's favorite restaurant is or your girlfriend's favorite restaurant and what her favorite meal is at that restaurant. Get it to go on the way home. Pick it up. No, takes no effort. You don't have to cook. Just go by there, buy it, pick it up, come home, just say, honey, don't worry about dinner tonight. I got everything covered. And then there's her favorite meal from her favorite restaurant ready to go as soon as you get home. And if you want to have the flowers, great, great. But it's her favorite meal from her favorite. It means you put thought into it. It's all about thought. Now, uh, also, for women. Okay. Wait, is this 1A? <laughs> well, this is, yes, this is equally important. Okay. Equally important. Women, and I'm going to put this politely. <laughs> I'm going to put this politely. In, in a 
Women folk. No, I mean, this is this is regular TV speak, not cable speak. <laughs> do not assume or do not act like physical relations is the Valentine's Day gift. No, that's 365. You need to make it special. Like you showing up and answering the door in lingerie is no different than last week Tuesday. Like no. Are you saying you expect that 360? No, but I mean, but no, but it's it's always on the table pretty half much the half entire of Charlotte year. Charlotte just said, "What house is he living in?" <laughs> but it's usually on the table. Like it's it's never generally off the table unless someone's sick. Only on the table. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, and the counters. Whoa, look at What's Beth Trauman. Look at Beth Trauman coming in there. <laughs> Beth's coming in hot. <laughs> I no, was so scared of what you were about to say, no, and now I'm no, so, still scared. But there are a well, lot of women. If he who, says it now, you took him there. Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot of women act like, oh, well, you know, this, no, 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 no. That's 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 no. What February 14th should should not be like. Oh, well, we're doing this. Like, no, that should be in July or in August and September. So no, you actually need to put thought into it as well. Don't assume physical relations should be the gift. I would that would really upset me. I would really upset. What me. would you want as a gift, Brett Jensen? You know what? If it's not as <laughs> honestly, the, the best Valentine's Day gift I ever got, honestly, was a girl that the Flowers. the last girl that I ever actually really wanted to marry. Like it was it was the one that the got the last away. girl. Yeah, how many the, have there been? The, two. Okay. Um, oh, two that you've wanted to marry. Yeah, one I proposed to. Where'd she, they go? Did they? One what was, happened? One. <laughs> well, no, it's easy. <laughs> One was because we broke up Wait. because of my job. Uh, somebody tell Vince uh, we're going to cancel his first segment. Uh, uh, first, first segment next hour, how to consummate the marriage. No, this is easy. Oh, there was, well, there was consummation going on. But the, um, no, the first one, the girl that I was engaged to, um, we broke up three months before the wedding. And because I was gone 16 straight days, I missed New Year's, Christmas, and her parents' 40th wedding anniversary. And this was when I was at ESPN.com. She's like, Brett, I thought I could do it. I can't. Like, how do I know you're gonna be here for Aww. our child's first birthday? How do I know you're gonna be here for dance recitals? She's like, I, I just can't do it. And the only, and I understood that the only thing that upset me was I was doing that when we met. So it's not like I changed jobs. But the, and then the other one, she had recently, like she was like, had been divorced for a year and she was just like, I, she got scared and just said, I, I, I don't wanna jump immediately right back into uh, another one. Yeah. And so those are the two. Fair. But no, but the number two, not the ex-fiance, the number two, she, uh, she's here in Charlotte. She, um. Hopefully not listening. No, I haven't. I mean, I haven't did seen her Did they put forever. thought into Valentine's they did. Day for she you? Did, she went home on, she, um, she's a lawyer. She went home on her lunch break and she made homemade, um, strawberry tart pastries with pink icing on top in the shape of hearts. Oh, that's sweet. And I was like, I've Literally never. Literally and. Right. And I've never had anyone actually put that much time and effort specifically just for me in terms of food or anything like that. Well, you have not had a heart-shaped pizza made of chum. <laughs> chum. No, I have not. I don't know what that laugh was. Uh, <laughs> I have not. Thank you, John as, as, as I that was Imitate like... them. So put a little thought wait, wait. and effort into it. As I often have to say, if you don't know why I just said what I said, go listen to the podcast. The six o'clock hour. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, no, it's, uh, so women. Like, this isn't, you don't get off... The, you don't get off scot-free on this. You need to put a little effort into it as well if you expect the man to do it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Step up your game. Let's go.
Are we done? Is that the last one? Well, those are like those are the two primary ones. The two primary ones are for the, like men. It's super simple. So just effort. Just effort. Go buy her favorite restaurant, get her favorite meal, bring it home. She will appreciate it to no end. And women, how about put a little effort into it? All right, tomorrow. So so you all have your marching orders, right? He just he's just laid it out. It's Somebody so out there, I want you to listen. You know, if you, if you need to go back and, and, and copy down the notes verbatim, go do what he said and then call us tomorrow and tell us how it went. I guarantee you it will go swimmingly, especially if you're the guy. And just go by her, rest, her favorite restaurant and pick up the food from her favorite restaurant. It's no effort. You don't even have to, like, get out of the car. The lines are going to bring it to your car. His piece of advice was put effort into it. Go to a restaurant. It's no effort. That's right. That's right. No, it's a little thought. Put a little thought into it. Oh, okay. There's okay. a big difference. Okay. Because she doesn't know that you didn't even have to get out of your car. We'll bring it to you. Well, I think she knows. I think Maybe. she's she's what done takeout. What is Maybe. <laughs> But a lot of times you still go in. Well, David Chadwick always says that you spell love, T-I-M-E. Uh-huh. I, think, I think we need to amend that. It's T-I-M-E-W-I-T-H-B-R-E-T-T. Yes. <laughs> a lot of truth in that statement, That's too. That's right. All right. Vince, it's yours now.